Welcome to Introverts Own Your Voice. I'm Tom Marcoux. And I'm Johanna McLeod. This episode is Get Strong and Believe in Yourself. Joanna, I have a question for you. When's a moment where you felt strong? Right after I gave a speech for Toastmasters, I really felt great because all the people were clapping and they really got into it. Excellent. And what that does is it connects with the first S. I have three S's. This is about getting strong and believing in yourself. The first S is seek evidence. You had evidence that you reached these people. Mm -hmm. By their applause, mm -hmm. they said, we're with you. That was excellent. That was great. And we got value from what you just did. It was also the facial expressions, too. They really got it. Exactly. And you can see that while you're giving the speech. You can see who's with you and who's smiling, and those people who have good body language that it's leaning in. Mm -hmm. This conversation about the lean-in moment. Mm. And so that's what we try to do with our communication, is we're trying to create that lean-in moment where mm -hmm. people are with you. So the first S, as I said, is seek evidence. The second S is secure that your cause is good. This is important, because when we believe in ourselves, we need to know that what we're doing is good, valuable, helpful, and therefore we have no hesitation about it. Mm -hmm. If somebody doesn't fully believe in the product they're selling or the service they're offering or that they are at the service of their clients. It's, it's instant death. Sometimes. And sometimes <laughs> it's a gradual <laughs> dissolution or coming apart. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, we can't fake it. I don't like the phrase fake it till you make it. In fact, I replaced that garbage with Act it until you become it. See, by taking the appropriate action, you are actually becoming what is your higher potential. Mm -hmm. Would you be acting it until you believe it? Because of the evidence you get along the way. Exactly. You're right there with me. Thank you. Our next detail is signal your intuition, not others' approval. Some people, what they do is they actually send out these vibes Oh, please, show your approval of me. Show that what I'm doing is good enough. I approve of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Other people's approval is fun. I go, how fun. That's terrific. But you don't rely on it. We're talking about strengthening yourself. Mm -hmm. We're talking about believing in yourself. You cannot make the foundation of your belief in yourself other people's approval. Mm -hmm. Because they wield their approval either like a weapon or sometimes they hold it back because they don't have the ability to approve. They mm -hmm. don't have the ability to approve of themselves or mm -hmm. be loving or kind to themselves. So they can't be loving or kind to you. So where does your foundation of inner strength come from? Well, many of us, it comes from a spiritual path. That's great. And mm -hmm. also it comes from an inner knowing. And the inner knowing is built on incremental evidence. Mm-hmm. One of the things I do with my clients is I do something called behavior change through incremental evidence. If I'm working with someone who comes across as nervous as they give a speech, I can help them get out of that by certain types of my coaching and their rehearsal together. I call it directed rehearsal. It gets us away from the default settings that people have. Mm -hmm. That's what cuts us down. That's what stops our belief in ourselves. It's those elements which are connected to us seeking approval. We were taught, we were conditioned as kids to seek approval. Mm -hmm. How did that happen for many of us? 
often it felt like a withdrawal of love. Yes. If you didn't act a certain way, then you'd get the frown from the parent or guardian's face mm-hmm. or the teacher. And so basically, these people were using very powerful control methods. What always bothered me is when someone... Even if they didn't realize they were, they still did it. That's true, because they were conditioned by their parents, their guardians before them. Mm-hmm. It becomes something that keeps on giving garbage. Garbage just carries on through the generations. So Garbage begets garbage. I'm with you. And we want to break that cycle. And the way we break that cycle, once again, is these three S's. Number one was seek evidence. So you seek evidence that you are getting better. Mm -hmm. You seek evidence that you are bringing the best of you to each situation. And you're learning and getting stronger. That's what we seek. Evidence. Then the second thing is we secure that your cause is good. You want to help people. You want to be at your best. You want to be kind, loving, compassionate, loyal, true. You want to show that you're intelligent and that you're bringing solutions to the Mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. So your cause is good. And therefore, the universe can line up with you and Mm. support you because your cause is good. Mm -hmm. Many of us, and it happens in many films. Recently, there was Avengers Endgame where we saw a particular character, okay, I'll try to avoid spoilers, a particular character did some fantastic self-sacrifice thing that helped 50% of all living beings in the universe. Talk about high stakes. Wow. But the cause was good. Mm-hmm. It actually brought tears to my eyes because this particular character, basically at the end of their life, as they have done this great self-sacrificing thing, you could see that they knew and people around them who loved them were letting them know that they had done their job. Mm-hmm. They had done the good thing. The cause is good. It's crucial. It's central to much of our storytelling, our filmmaking, our books, our novels. But it's central to our lives. Mm-hmm. The cause is good. And then also signal your intuition. So your intuition is going to let you know. Know it on a deep level, a gut level, a deep in your heart level that you are on the path. You're mm-hmm. fulfilling your purpose. You're fulfilling your destiny. And that's all based on intuition, not based on other people's approval. Do you have a process where we can understand the in-your-gut knowing? Yes. People often wonder that they have influences in their own thoughts. And we might call these voices. Not literally a voice, but just kind of a direction that's coming inside us. If the energy or voice is a voice that says, contract, hide, don't take an appropriate risk. That's coming from a voice of fear. Mm. And fear is often tied into other people's approval. I don't want to lose their approval. On the other side is the voice of intuition, which suggests expand, appropriately experiment, take an appropriate risk. This idea of growing and expanding, that's from your intuition. It's not from the fear of being slapped down. And losing approval. How can you tell when something's an appropriate risk? This is a big topic. I'm going to be very brief on this for now. It's covered in some of our other episodes. But specifically, an appropriate risk is one where you learn something, where you can grow, where you can create new good alliances. It's something that you don't lose the store, Mm -hmm. meaning you don't bet the whole enterprise on it. Although sometimes that does happen, but many times you don't have to if you're sharp and paying close attention Mm -hmm. and intelligent about how you approach it. Mm -hmm. But you see, growth 
alliances, learning something, this is part of an appropriate risk. You may fail. Mm -hmm. That is, not get the results you prefer, but it's all building the foundation. We notice that many people who have an amazing success with something, like maybe someone was a television writer and eventually they create a show that is a huge hit, or maybe it has three seasons on broadcast TV, and then it has two seasons on Netflix. Mm. Whatever happens in that process, the idea is it was all built up from all their experiences as a writer. Some things worked, some things failed, some things were half what they wanted, but that is all part of growing. To pull this all together, the idea of what's your intuition, I've already mentioned, it's about that part of you that wants to grow Mm -hmm. and learn and get stronger. And then we talked about others' approval which is just something you can't count on. Mm -hmm. And it's something that ideally is not your number one target. Mm. And truthfully, if that is too big in your life, it's going to cause you trouble. So you actually might want to seek a therapist or a counselor to help you move beyond just seeking other people's approval. Mm -hmm. We start to know what is our truth. And our truth is independent of other people's approval. Mm -hmm. When you're on your path, and you are expressing your truth, and you are doing a good cause, helping humankind rise, when you're doing that, you can believe in yourself because it's built on something solid. Mm -hmm. This is a good time for a Marku moment. This is when I share an excerpt from one of my 47 books that are up on Amazon. The book this time is The Power of Confidence. Subtitle is Succeed with the Truth no one will tell you. Mm. It also goes on to say on the cover how to feed your soul, save a business, or get a job during an economic crisis. Oh, my soul can use some comfort food right now. Okay, well, how about some words of wisdom then? (laughs) Chew on this. On page 43, it's interesting that this lines up. Take on risk Mm. is the section. I often talk about taking on appropriate risk. By this, I mean, if you take this particular action, can you build something? Also, I invite you to study, get coaching, and rehearse before taking an appropriate risk. Make sure that you will be okay if the situation goes wrong. A number of authors suggest that you avoid betting the store on a given project. Over the years, I have been able to take risks on projects because I have kept budgets small, so my company will be okay even if a couple of the projects fail to bring in the income we preferred. Life does not only reward hard work. Big profits often result when someone takes on an appropriate risk. A number of people shy away from an appropriate risk. That's because they do not have a strategy for risk-taking. Here's a quote from another author, Randy Gage. I will do what others will not do, so in the future I can do what others cannot do. Mm. And the next section is hone your persuasion skills. So the book is... The power of confidence. Succeed with the truth no one will tell you. And the idea that we've been sharing here about get strong and believe in yourself is that you need to focus on evidence. Mm -hmm. You need to focus on having a cause that is good. Mm -hmm. You need to focus on your intuition. And you need to step away from being vulnerable to other people's approval. Jonna, I'm curious. What are you going to keep from our conversation? I really resonate with. Connecting with your own worth inside and not needing other people's approval. Excellent. I'm with you. Which means that you have to have the resources, Mm -hmm. the evidence, and the good feelings, and the clarity inside you 
because you'll get a lot of noise mm -hmm. from people out there. Exactly. Terrific. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you, Tom. Click to subscribe to this channel. And then you'll be supporting Johanna, me, and our message. Tom helps people in other ways. As a spoken word strategist and executive coach, I help people really connect and get yes. I help them with their speeches, pitches, video marketing, and networking. And I help them prepare for that crucial life-changing meeting. As you're ready to go to the next step, see special videos, find out about my books and coaching, at getthebigyes.com forward slash next step. And so remember, perform at your best with words, strategy, and rehearsal for your success.